Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. I hope you're having a great Saturday. A little foggy, a little uh, different type of weather, and a little chilly. But anyway, uh, great time to spend time with the Lord, spend time with yourself for the growth and the joy and the peace that comes from Him. Let's take it to him. Dear Heavenly Father, we give you the praise and the glory for this opportunity to speak to these people. Help what you've done in me, the changes, the healing, the direction that you've given me. Help me to help others. Help me to motivate others. Help me to educate them. Help me be the mentor. Help them to learn and absorb everything to be a better steward over what you've given them. And I ask this all in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I didn't study that up. It all came from the heart. But, you know, love is a, a great motivation. Uh, the problem is car dealers want to convince you uh, that they love you, you know. But the real truth is they don't love you unless they get your money. Uh, they love working you. love pushing your button. I got a book I picked up at the bookstore on a uh, cheap rack, uh, I guess. I, and, I, you know, due to... The desire to finish my books, uh, I've got a guy that's uh, finishing a chair, a solid oak chair to write out of, and I hope he gets it done. Um, and the love is a great motivation. The problem is we want that motivation, but we don't know when it's sincere, when it's truthful. We've taken love, the word love, and just, you know, shot it all over the world. I mean, there's five types of love language with your spouse, uh, there's love language with all kinds of stuff. I mean, and we throw out the word love. And, and I do love some people and, and uh, have the love for them that I tell them I love them. And I think we need to. Good morning, Donnie. And so uh, it is a great, great motivation. The problem is it might motivate you to buy a vehicle you can't afford, put you in a budget you can't afford, take all the money available. Good morning, good morning, Donnie. And um I want you to know, learn, and grow and be the best you can be. Oh, this is not second. No, this is the first Saturday, isn't it? Y'all have a sale in Odom next Saturday. Uh, great sale down in Odom, Texas. I love going to auctions. I had an auction company for 25 years myself. We sold all kinds of stuff. I mean all kinds of stuff, cars and trucks. and I couldn't sell houses at the time because I didn't have a real estate license, but now I've got real estate people with me. Uh the best, in my opinion. I, I know the difference between the best. You know, you ask the Lord for wisdom, and he'll give you wisdom. You ask him for, well, don't ask him for patience because he may work on that. I mean, he's he's helped me in that department. I've got more patience than I ever dreamed I'd have. Uh, that's why it takes me lots of times a little longer to make a decision to help people. And But love, we've, we've diluted that word. We really have. And we've diluted it so weak that we use it for everything in the world. But, I mean, do we give love to things that don't give love back? I mean, uh, I've had so many people tell me, oh, I just love my car. And that car don't love you back. Now, when it breaks down, you may not love it so much. Hey, give us a call here, 210 
9585. There's no dumb questions. Love to talk to you. Uh, that's why I give my mobile number out. Uh, I've had about 10 people this week that I answered a phone call at, uh, and I don't know, my phone didn't ring quite as much as normal. And they said, I can't believe you're answering the phone. Hello, David. Uh, I can't believe you're answering the phone. Well, I got news for you. I wouldn't give my phone number out if I didn't. Uh, Hey, it's going to be a great weekend. I just know it. And so, uh, and so, you know, I, I I love giving free information. I love helping. I love giving you options. Um, I talked to a gentleman out of Kerrville this week not to trade or sell his truck, you know. Uh, hello, Patricia, uh, or Patrick. And uh, uh, Patrick's cousin of mine. Anyway, and so... Um, you know, he he was thinking about, you know, I'm worried about gas going up. And gas has gone up, I mean, and, and it's probably going to go up just a tad more. You know how Democrats are. They love making us pay. Uh, saw a deal on uh, that factual, has facts on it about Democrats killing Social Security, what they've promised and what they've done. And so when you see what the Democrats have done with Social Security, it's amazing how we still vote for them. I mean, they're out to destroy the working man. They're out to destroy Social Security. I mean, it, and it was supposed to be no more than 1%. one percent. wasn't supposed to be this, that, and the other. And they've changed everything. Do they love people? No, they don't love people. No, no they really don't. And so how this ties in with the car business is that we got to be ready mentally, physically, and spiritually for a battle for our budget, our money, everything that we got. Uh, they're against us, I guarantee you. George Soros is our president, and if you don't understand it, go read up and study on George Soros, and you'll see his policies. You'll see what he's doing. Uh, hello, Russell Hughes. Uh, and so you'll see what he's doing. You'll see how he's changing the economy, how he's changing the world. But he bets on puts. He he is the guy that helps bring down economies in other countries and has for years. And so he's our real president. So what? how does this affect you? No, get something of assets. Get something worthwhile. Get something that will last you. I really believe we're going to have a, a battle for our money, the value of our money. Look what, you know, Everything's gone up. I got called on containers the other day, and we're looking at some containers to store some stuff. I've got a couple of cars I want to kind of put out back. And containers jumped up. Wood has gone up. Everything's gone up. Why? Because we've diluted the value of the dollar. So I want you to make purchases. See, what we did, the, the manufacturers are so smart. They got all those people. They got hundreds of people figuring out what's... Uh, you think what you're going to do, what the economy's going to do, what the future's going to be, everything. And so that's why they put out zero interest rate. And so everybody said, oh, man, I, this is the best, greatest lifetime deal I've ever seen. Well, everybody wanted to buy a car and get zero interest rate. You know what? I've got a buddy that's so long, that, that uh, paid off a Suburban years ago that was zero interest rate. He had zero interest rate on his truck and his Suburban. And so, with you know, it's been around. 
manufacturers pay that down. Car dealers pay it down. You know, they, they buy the, the interest rate. It's indirect lending. And I can't believe that Randolph Brooks went to that. But anyway, and so they, hello, Steve. And so they, they go to lending uh, the dealership. It's available. So they sign you up at 2%. They pay 2%. And they pick up 2 to 20%. Good morning. 2 to 20% on the note. And so what the manufacturer said, this economy is going to change. The Democrats are coming on. And let's go to zero interest rate. Well, car dealers said, hey, manufacturers shut down. We're going to run out of inventory. We're not going to have any new cars to sell. This is no joke. Uh, I helped a guy get a Ford, and he shopped the world. A brand new Ford. I can get you a new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, Cadillac, Lincoln, Dodge, Jeep, Toyota, all kinds of brand-new cars at the best price. I know the good dealers. I know the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, and I buy their trades. I step up on their trades. I uh, had a lady with a, a bad motor in a vehicle, and she needed to get rid of it. She needed a new vehicle. I helped her get a new vehicle, a new Toyota. Well, anyway, this guy, after we got the vehicle, he said the local dealers were 5000 higher than what I got him a new truck for. I couldn't believe that. I said, you sure? He said, yes, Randy. He said, now, I had some other dealers that were 2000 higher. Yeah, but they're scared about getting inventory. You got certain manufacturers that can't get caught up. America's in a buying frenzy. You know, I guess everybody's wanting to dump their, their money. Hello, Larry. And so they want to dump their money. They're buying new vehicles. Hey, look at the housing in, in San Antonio and New Bronzeville. I mean, it is, it's high, 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 and it's not slowing down at all. It's running 90 miles an hour. Give us a call here, 210-340-9585. No dumb questions. We want to help you. We want to be the best. And so things are going up. And, and so you need to make the decisions that will supply your needs for the next three to five years. See, we're going to have all those cars that these people rushed out, paid too much money for the vehicles. I mean, the, the new car dealers went from two to 5000 higher on their vehicles because they were scared, hey, we're not going to have any cars to sell in the near future. Well, a lot of them ran out. I've got dealers now that have, can't get caught up. And, and, you know, it's mainly American dealers, Chevrolet and Ford. And Dodge is, is kept up. Dodge is kept up. But the foreign dealers, are they smarter than we are? Man, Toyota's had a lot of inventory. Honda's got a lot of inventory. Nissan's got a lot of inventory. And so are they smarter than the dealers in the United States? Must be. I mean, you know, they're, they're providing inventory. They're getting it rolling. They're getting it going. And so you've got to be ready for a battle. Uh, talk to so many people. And their number one question is, how come the F&I department, the finance and insurance department, is so rough on a person? I mean, I had a gentleman not long ago that was trying to buy a car from one of his first cousins, and the F&I department hacked him off so bad he walked out. And so his cousin called him and said, what's going on? He said, man, they're trying to beat me up in the F&I, and I'm sick of it. I'm out of here. And I ended up getting him a new truck. And so... You got to be prepared for a battle. They want to push your button. They know how to talk. And I mean, this zero interest rate. I was talking to a gentleman. They got zero interest rate. Paid too much money for his car, his sport utility, and he said, 
you know, Randy, he said, I know I paid too much, but I got zero interest rate. I said, did you get extended warning? Yeah, what'd you pay? And when he told me, I said, man, they let, you know, he said, yeah, but they said, buy the extended warranty at 5,000 because, you know, I said, you had warranty up to 36,000 miles. What if you wreck it? What if you decide you don't want it? What if you trade it? You're going to lose that money. You know, you can call and try to get some of it back. You won't get much back. He said, but they convinced me that I was getting zero interest rate, that it was a great deal. I said, well, did you buy Gap? He said, yeah, I bought Gap. I said, why'd you do that? I said, you know, come to think about it, you did need Gap. What you paid for the unit, what they gave you for your trade was not enough, and what you paid for your extended warranty and Gap. Yeah, you need Gap because that note got so high. Uh, and he said, well, I don't, I'm not worried about it. I'm going to trade in three years. I said, well, you need to know what you owe in three years. So you're not going to be able to trade. The market's not going to be that high on your vehicle. You're going to be upside down 10,000, 15,000. Hello, Bobby. You're going to be upside down 10,000 to 15,000. And so you're not going to be able to trade. So all these zero interest rate people are going to be trying to trade in three years because they trade every three years. It's a, I guess we're... You know, we have habits. Maybe we're a creature of habits. I don't know. I am. I can tell you that. I, I like things a certain way, and if it changes, that's all right. But, I mean, if I, I like to pre-line up things for when I go to bed or when I get up. or You know, I want things a certain way, and if it's that way, I'm happy. If it's not certain that way, I'm still happy, but I just adjust and go on. And lots of times I forget to line up everything. But, I mean, we're creatures of habit. So now they feel like they're going to need to trade in three to five years. They're not going to be able to. All those new cars, hey, the manufacturers, the new car dealers got rich and the government sent them 5,000 PPP money. I guess they can't get a second draw because, you know, your business can't explode on your business and you can't, you know, you've got to show where it's slowed down. Hey, these new car dealers got rich. Super, they made record years, and then the government send them five thousand to pay for utilities and rent. I mean, hey, rent factor a lot of these new car dealers two hundred, two hundred fifty thousand a month. Yeah, rent factors. Of course, that goes to the owners if they if they own the property. But there's several of them around here. Dealerships are renting the property, and you know, and their overhead is a million seven a month, two million dollars, and going to continue to grow. What's going to happen to insurance on hail damage. I mean, we have so many hail storms. Dealers get rich. Hey, they pray for hail, hail storms. They do. I mean, I know a dealership that's had three hail storms on the, and they've collected three times on the roof, and it's a steel roof, and they, they laugh about it. They've never changed the roof. They're praying for another hail storm because they make so much money. The last hail storm that came through, the big one, uh, about three years ago, I know a Mitsubishi dealer that made three million dollars on the sale of the cars that had hell that were in hailstorms. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars dot com. Hey, I do have a favor. Hello, Christy, how you doing? I do have a favor. Go to go to YouTube and go to Randy Adams Inc. and watch the videos and subscribe or just subscribe. I need the subscribers. We need to build my YouTube channel. And I'm working on a bunch of new ones, and we're going to slam a bunch of them on. And tell people, tell 20 people to go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc., and subscribe. Because we're going to build this channel where I'm going to have about 200 videos on all kinds of stuff. 
that'll help you on your next purchase or help you sell your car. How to get a car ready, what to do, how to spend money. Is it worth spending money? I mean, this guy that was looking in, out of Kerrville was wanting to change what he's got. He's got a great Toyota Tacoma. I wouldn't trade it. He was concerned about the fuel mileage. He doesn't drive enough to worry about it. His value on his truck's going to stay, and they're the best unit for the money, in my opinion. They don't break very often. Bobby will tell you, he's my, one of my mechanics, and uh, he doesn't break very often. And so he's better off keeping this unit. See what happened? Let me explain. Um, I don't pay. I'm, uh, pay uh, I'm going to explain what happened in the 70s. I know some of y'all wasn't born in the 70s, but back in 72, we had this big crisis and oil and gas shortage, all by the government. Our wonderful government wanting to rob us again, you know, and buy from foreign countries. You know how that goes. Hello, Ben. Uh, hey, that's a good unit. Uh, 43s is pretty close. Give me a call, Ben, right after the show, 830-708-4789. That's 830-708-4789. And so in 72, we had this big oil and gas shortage. You had to stand in line to buy gas, and gas went way up. I mean, Prior to that, in the 60s, we paid 20 cents, 15, 20 cents a gallon for gas. Wasn't that fun? Huh? You too? Not that low. Not that low? Oh, well, you're not old enough. Not old enough. Yeah, well, uh, I'm talking about 68, 9, and 7. Yeah, yeah, before, before 72. And so, I mean, I filled up many a time at 20 cents a gallon. I can remember in 72 when that stuff jumped up to a dollar and a half, two dollars a gallon. And you had to stand in line. They had to ration it. You, you, they went by license plate numbers. Odd could buy one day, even could buy the next day. They couldn't buy, good morning, Jake. They couldn't buy, you know, they didn't want everybody to, you know, fill up. It's just like what happened at the hurricane. Everybody rushed to fill up gas tanks and we got a shortage of gas. It's because everybody at one time jumps and tries to get it done, you know. And so we would probably talk about electric cars second half of this show. And so everybody decided, hey, I got to buy me a little bitty car. And that was in 72. So high-dollar cars dropped like a rock. You wouldn't believe the big, heavy cars. We were buying them 30 cents on the dollar wholesale value. I mean, we wasn't giving nothing for them. And we wasn't buying little cars because they were bringing – Way double what they were worth. So people all jumped up and they went and bought them a brand new little bitty car or a used car and paid too much money for them. And man, we were buying these Cadillac, Oldsmobile, Buicks, Pontiacs, Lincolns. I mean, just left and right dirt cheap. And we were selling them, making money. And about that time, everybody figured out, hey, I can't live with this little car. Hey, I, ain't, I don't drive that much. Hey, I, you know, and so they paid a lot of money for their little car. Now they're wanting to get rid of it, and they're wanting to get back into a big car, you know. And so here they go, man. We were trading back and forth. Well, it cost them a lot of money. I saw people back when, I'm talking about in the 70s when a dollar was worth a lot more than it is today. And it cost them three to 5000 to go from a big car down to a little car, back to a big car. And, I mean, that would be like 15000 today, maybe twenty, Because 
you know, a brand new, brand new 72 Pontiac Grand Prix. I bought a SJ just before the crash, <laughs> just before the crash, and I sold it just before the crash on gasoline. And I, I bought it, and it was 3500 I mean, it was loaded up, Mac Daddy 455. Man, it was red with white vinyl top and white leather. Interior. I mean, I was a catch me out. Boy, I thought I was something special. Drove it for about two months, sold it, and right after that, wham, here come that gas embargo. Oh, man. Hello, Danny. It went, gas went through the roof, and the little cars went up, and the big cars went down, and we were buying big cars. I couldn't, I didn't want to pay that double price for a, a little Toyota, Honda, or, you know, and they were just coming to the country. And then GM tried to build some trashy little cars, and Ford did too, and, you know, I mean, hey, Ford's not even going to build their cars anymore. They're having so many problems with them. Ford's going to get out of the car business except for the Mustang because it's a hot rod, you know, and it's different. It's got a different transmission and different situations. But Ford's getting out of the car business. They're going to build sport utilities and the Mustang and the trucks. I mean, they see the future. They see what's going on. And I'll tell you, these little sport utilities, I was behind one the other day. I thought I, thought I could get it out and put it in my trunk. That's how small this little sport utility was. Oh, Jim. Hey, Enterprise. Hey, hey. I had Jim, I had another buddy of mine call me. I need to buy a car because I'm going on vacation to Florida this summer. I said, go rent a car. I, yeah, don't buy a car just to go on one vacation. That car gets you, you got a good car. Go rent a car, man. And Jim, Jim works for Enterprise. I love doing business with him. Jim's a great guy. But anyway, I told my buddy, I said, hey, you can go rent a car for a week and you'll be way ahead of the game. You buy a car, you got to make payments by, and you get full coverage insurance, you probably got to get a loan, you got to do all this stuff. Hey, go rent you a car. Keep your car, save up the money. But hey, if you just love payments, make payments to yourself. You know, K cars, yeah, Dad, I remember K cars. Wasn't they fun? <laughs> yeah, Chrysler Chrysler got in that little car business. They're going to save the world with that car. <laughs> so anyway, but it, hey, you, you got to think what you're doing. Think what's best for you. Think what's best for your family. This guy, you know, their family got two cars. Yeah, they got some miles, but they're still good cars. And so they need to go on this family vacation to see their son in the military, and he's stationed in Florida. Hey, rent you a car, rent you a big old van or something. I mean, you know, go in style, go in comfort, and it ain't going to cost you that much money. Shop all the rent car places, but it seems like I always go with Enterprise. But, you know, and so shop the best price, get it in advance, make the deal in advance, line up your trip in advance. Hey, make plans, make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. That's even in renting cars, that's in everything we do. You know, I buy and sell cars, trucks, houses. It don't matter what it is, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Tell 20 people, Randy Adams wants to buy your car, your truck, your house. You know, right now we're doing, we've got a bunch of houses going on and we're trying to buy. I had a friend of mine call me about some acreage. I know some people want to buy acreage. I got the best real estate team developed and put together that you've ever seen. I'm telling you. Uh, I've got the people that really care that, hey, they're Christians, number one, and they and they love people, and they love dealing with people, and they love helping people. 
And that's the key in everything that we do, the love. You know, I started out talking about love's the greatest motivation, and car dealers put that big old smile, and I love you, brother, and I'm going to take care of you, and I'm going to save this car right, I'm going to do right. You're going to love the deal, you know, and then you're in debtor's prison for seven years, and you want to trade in three years, and they laugh at you. Oh, I'm sorry you're buried. But they don't apologize to you. You ever had a car salesman apologize to you? Hey, hey. And take a car back. I bought a car back from some people that bought it from me for three months ago. And I bought it back, you know. And, hey, have you ever had that done? I, I tell about a lady that bought a sports car, and she was a pretty good-sized lady. And this used car lot on San Pedro that's moved to Bernie, uh, they sold this car way too high. And she paid cash for it. And she, she figured out it wasn't worth it. Well, I just got on the radio, and I've been on there for you know, about a year maybe. And she brings me this car, and I said, take it back to where you bought it. They told you it's the greatest deal in the world, didn't they? Oh, yeah, they told me it's the greatest, and they wouldn't buy it back. I ended up buying the car. She took a huge loss, you know. So, you know, you got to know exactly what's going on, what's going on in your budget. Be ready for a battle. This is Randy. We're going to take a short four-minute break, and then we'll be back in a minute. Hey, call 20 people. Tell them to tune in to Randy Adams, 630 AM radio. Hey, tell 20 people to go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc., and subscribe and watch the videos. There's about, I think, close to 20 on there now. But we're going to expand that, dude. I'm working and studying, trying to get better, get better equipment, better everything. I want to be the best I can be. Do you want to be the best you can be? We're going to take a four-minute break. Tune in. We'll be back on Facebook Live. Go to Randy Adams' Facebook Live. Watch me live. Uh, Tell 20 people. God bless you. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Heard right here at 6.30, the word, every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. You need any questions answered, give me a call, 830-708-4789. Hello, San Antonio and surrounding areas. Thank you. God bless you. I hope you're having a great day and a great weekend. hope you have some quality time with friends and family. I hope that uh, you do study the love of the word of love, the love to love the word, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, uh, great time, great opportunity, um, spending quality time. I guess the COVID did help that, you know, help us realize quality time and all. Give us a call here, 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. And, uh, hey, I got a car dealer magazine in here, you know. Here, here it is. Hello, Jake. It's Car Dealer Magazine. Says here, 20 and 20, well, 2021 and the road ahead. Increased regulations, aggressive, aggressive enforcements on the horizon. The change in the presidential administrations will re- result in many significant challenges in the coming years for independent vehicle dealers. Yeah, they're, they're slamming down on us, but they don't care what the new car dealers, because the new car dealers help them get elected. They pour that money into the campaign, you know. And then then in Congress, Maxine Waters, it's her turn, you know, Pocahontas. She was going to clean up the business. She was going to show you how it's done. But she got paid off. She talked about it for about two weeks, and then she got paid off, and so she shut up about it, you know. Well, now here comes Maxine Waters calling for the House Financial Committee to move 
to do more to protect consumers from the economic impact of COVID and has been very harsh in her criticism of what she believes to be the, the uh, here we go again, here, the federal commission, you know, the, you know, the regulations, failure to protect the consumers. See, she wants to act like she's going to help you, but they'll pay her off too because she's a big mouth, and they'll pay her off. She won't help nobody. You know, I mean, you, you just got to be, it's, you know, the Consumer Protection Act is what it is, and it, and it doesn't protect y'all. I mean, F&I Department, hello, Greg. Russell's back, and Greg, good to see you. Uh, and so you've got to be prepared for the changes, you know. Uh, now, right now, they're, they're trying to lock down the whole country. And so, you know, be prepared for cars to go up. Be prepared for everything to go up. Be prepared for regulations to go up, you know. But see, I, that's what I try to teach you to be prepared so you don't have to worry about those regulations. You know, super salespeople, you know, like Superman, Superwoman, well-trained. You know, are, are you trained in buying and selling cars? No. Uh, you know, you go to – hello, Patrick, again. And so, uh, you know, you, you're not trained in what's going on in business. And we all think we do. We all think we know it all. And we love know-it-alls. Oh, man, I love a know-it-all. I just agree with them and tell them how smart they are and sell them. It's easy. No problem at all. But, I mean, I love I love what Proverbs says. Uh, Proverbs 15 says, The naive and inexperienced person is easily misled. Easily misled. Is that you? Hey, that's what car dealers say. Easy, they know you're naive. They know you're inexperienced. And they easily mislead you. And you, we believe, he or she believes every word that this salesman who's dressed up, who knows it all, who has all the answers, and we believe every word, but their belief in their God is profit and money. And so when you're, when you're believing profit and money and nothing else, you'll mislead people down the wrong road. And, you know, that's a problem with a lot of people because they believe these salespeople. They believe what they're they're telling them, you know. And so, uh, yeah, you, it's seven degrees up there in Michigan, huh, Greg? Yeah. Uh, they, they just pulled uh, Barry's. Uh, uh, he was born in Canada, and they, they're disowning him because he thinks it's cold down here, you know, being 60 today. So anyway, so anyway. Uh, and so if you're easily misled, you're going to buy something that you can't afford. It doesn't fit your budget. Doesn't 85% of car deals, the dealerships sell you something you don't intend to buy. We got money coming back from government. We got income tax money. Hey, gather that all up and buy a cash car or make a better decision, even if your credit's bad. You know, there's 500 dealers that'll finance you around here. They're all fighting for more business. They're all wanting more business. Beat them up on the price. Beat them up on interest rate. Show them you got plenty of money cash down. Hey, work the market. Find out what you're trying to buy. See what somebody else is trying to sell it at. You know, I had a gentleman come by that bought a vehicle for me. That He listens to my show, and what he did, he did his homework. He searched the world. He found out what the market on the car was. And he come up to me and he said, 
how can you be so much cheaper than everybody else? I said, because I'm not trying to rip you off. He said, I can't believe the difference in prices and dealers. I said, well, that's part, of, that's part of the business. Some of them it's overhead. Some of it it's something else. And so, you know, some of it's greed and pride and selfishness. And so you got to do your homework. you got to be ready, you know. A wise man or woman is cautious and turns away from evil. Well, the evil in a car deal is buying something you can't afford, buying with pride, greed, selfishness, and trying to keep up with the Joneses. That's the evil when we're thinking not of wise decisions. And so you got to turn away from evil. But a fool throws off resistance and is careless in their purchases. I'll put that purchases in there. But they're careless in their decisions. They're careless in everything. You know, they're careless in their budget. They're careless with their money. You know, but the prudent man or woman is discreet and astute and considers well where she or he is going. Well, that's why I want you to do your homework. That's why I want you to be prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually for battle. That's why I've got YouTube there. That's why I'm working so hard to make it the best I can. Hello, Shelly. And, and, you know, God bless you. Uh, and, and so, you know, when you live by the Bible, it's instructions on life. It's instructions on joy. It's instructions on how to treat people, how to love people, how to be the best they can be. And, and that's what I want you to do. But the fool is arrogant and careless. Are you that fool who's arrogant and careless? Oh, man, uh, I tell a story about a guy who uh, happens to go to Cornerstone Church with me. And uh, we were in men's group, and he showed up with a brand-new purchase. It wasn't a new vehicle. It was a used truck. And, uh, oh, man, he was bragging what a great deal he got. And so I just went along with it. Okay, good. I'm glad you like it. I'm glad you got a good. I know exactly what I'm doing. I know, you know. I said, okay. And so next week shows up. Man, I'm telling everybody what a great deal I got. I said, I got news for you. Where you bought it usually is not a great deal. Maybe you got a good deal, you know. I'm glad to hear about it, you know. And he said, oh, okay. About the fourth, fifth week of hearing this, I said, let's pull up your vehicle and see you know, where you bought it, they're, they're independent, big used, independent used car lot. Let's see if they might have bought it at the auction. We pull up his year and the miles and the color. It matched what sold at the auction. And they made about 5000 on him. Well, I'm not through. I said, did you finance with him? Oh, yeah, I financed with him. I said, how's your credit? My credit's pretty good at 700 I said, well, let's look and see uh you need to check your interest rate. He said, well, I got good interest rate. Well, he told a friend of his after looking at interest rate, he was trying to get it refinanced because he paid too much. He couldn't get it refinanced. He had to keep paying it till he got it cheap enough where he could get it refinanced. He paid 20% interest, and he had good credit. He didn't deserve that much. But when you owe too much, I had a lady call me on a Volkswagen, and she bought a Volkswagen from a big independent used car lot and paid way too much. And it wasn't working for her, and she'd had some problems with it. She's sick of it. You know, the the ads uh, on going on 
radio and TV now. Are you you tired of your car? Are you sick of your car? Do you hate your car? Come on in. We're going to take care of you. Liar, liar, pants on fire, man. I'm telling you, they won't take care of you. They'll bury you deeper now if you're way deep, you know. So she went to try to get this Volkswagen refinanced. But she was a 10000 upside down. The credit union said, ma'am, we, we just can't help you. You're 10000 You owe 10000 too much. You know, so she calls me, and I said, you're just going to have to pay it down. Get it down to where, you you know, they will refinance you. And it's it's a tough situation. So that's why you need to know the market, know what's going on. I had a gentleman call me, describe a car to me. I told him what I'd give. He said, that's what I thought. I said, well, I said, let me tell you what they're bringing at the auction, you know. Uh, they're bringing, you know, 4500 I know you got a clean car, and I'm going to give you 5000 I said, that's a little. I'll show you the market report out, out of my phone, what they're bringing at the auction. I'll give you $5,000. they are bringing 4500 like yours. But I know you and your wife, I guarantee you, you all got a nice one, and I'll buy it for $5,000, you know. And so he said, well, I, that's, you know, I got to know what it's really worth. I know that it was worth more a year ago, and I offered them 6500 a year ago. But, you know, cars continue to go down, not up. Now, there's certain cars. It's amazing to me, uh, excursions. I've got one, a friend of mine wanting to sell. I got one on my lot and one coming. I can't believe those things got cheap two, three years ago, and now what they're bringing. But supply and demand and what people want and what people desire and what they want to see some, I want to see somebody driving. I want to drive this unit. I want I want to look good, you know. Do you want to reward yourself or do you want to make you be in debtor's prison for a long time? Make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. That's what I want you to do. And and I want you to be able to do what's right, correctly, and orderly in your life. You know, hey, be sure and tell 20 people I need the help. Please uh, go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc., and subscribe and watch some of the videos you're going to learn something you know uh you know lots of times we the salesman is talking a lot but proverbs 5:23 he dies for the and we're talking about he or she people die for the lack of discipline because his great folly he's lost you know lack of good sense of normal prudence, foresight, a foolish action, decision. You know, it all gets back to what we're thinking, what we, we, you know. And when we get out of the line of what's right for us, it's pretty tough, you know. But the prudent man is discreet and astute and conserves well where he's, he or she's going. But the fool is arrogant and careless, prudent. That's wise decisions. That's discerning. That's making the right decisions whenever you, you know. But you, I want you to be in that situation. You know, banks and credit unions, you, you got to get out. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com and learn the system. Get out and find out what your credit score is. Go to ftc.gov and see what your credit score is, ftc.gov, and see what your credit score is. See what it what it can do. Uh, talk to banks, talk to credit unions, get your best score. Clean your credit up, look at it hard, study it hard, clean it up, 
and, and be prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually for a battle. Um, I've needed some old cars just in case you run across something or you got something in the yard. If your husband's got yard art, we call it, and it needs to be sold. I'm needing a 65 uh, Ranchero, if you see one. Hello, Randy. How you doing? Uh, we're, I'm needing a 65 Ranchero. I'm needing all kinds of stuff. Model A's. I've got some buyers for Model A's. Uh, I got the coolest 53 Lincoln in the country for sale. Uh, I need all kinds of stuff. So tell 20 people Randy Adams buys the good, the bad, and the ugly. So give me a call. I want to buy your vehicle. I want to buy your house. I want to buy your truck. Uh, I've got a guy that's buying trucks with 200,000 miles. You keep that in mind. If you got a diesel that's 200,000 miles, give me a call. I uh, need some uh, older trucks, all kinds of older trucks. Uh, give me a call on those. But I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. So tell 20 people Randy Adams wants to buy your car, your truck, whatever you have, your house, any condition, you know, and uh, please give me a call. I want you to be ready for your next purchase, but I won't. I, I touched on it a little bit while ago, but you got government money coming. You've got income tax money coming. Gather it up. Study it. Don't spend it. Know exactly where you need to spend it. If, if for your family, your house, you know, something, make wise decisions. But if you need a car, gather up as much as you can and be sure, uh, make sure that you're making the right decision. Make sure that you're getting the best deal you can. Make sure you're buying the right car. Make sure that, you know, even if your credit's bad, there's 500 dealers that'll do it. Do not do a rapid refund. They get 25% of what you got coming. Last year, a friend of mine had 3000 coming. Time he got out of there, they had 33% of it. And that's because of 25% and fees and all kinds of little Mickey Mouse deals. So they made $1,000 waiting on their money a week. His brother and him did it at the same time. His brother didn't go to a rapid refund. His brother got his check in seven days. He got his money seven days early, but it cost him $1,000. This guy don't make $1,000 in a week. So he he worked 40 hours and gave his over a week pay away. What we do, how we spend our money, how we, how we invest in the future, and we need to look at the future with this government that we've got. Hey, these car dealers, they're already putting out magazines about this is a car dealer magazine, and they're already putting out information to be prepared. They're getting prepared for regulations. They're getting prepared for the money being diluted and, and worth less. They're getting prepared for everything that they're getting thrown out of. Are you getting prepared? Are you studying your finances? Are you studying your budget, what you need? Are you preparing yourself for the next two to three years? I'm preparing myself for the next two or three years because we're going to have this government for four years, and they're going to try to do everything. They've already changed 47 executive orders. Well, that's going to affect your money. That's going to affect how much money you got coming in. That's going to affect buying power. That's going to affect everything. So parts are going to go up, labor's going to go up, rent's going to go up, taxes going to go up. You're, you're going to get less money because income tax rate's going to go up. And so I want you to think about how much money you got, what you need, and what's the best transportation. This gentleman in Kerrville is probably listening today, I hope so. 
Uh, he's concerned about gas, yes, but I told him, keep your car tuned up. Behrman's B12 is the best injector cleaner for the money. I was in HEB. Hey, HEB in the automotive section has got uh, Behrman's B12 for 347 That's the best injector cleaner. It cleans your injectors. It dissolves water. It dissolves dirt. And it cleans your fuel pump. And it cleans your injectors. And it's the best thing to use ever 2,000 miles in your vehicle. I don't care what it is. Gasoline's got a bunch of trash in it. It's not as clean as it used to be. But Behrman's B12 is the best for the for the money. I've used it since 1970. Actually, I used it before then because we used to spray it in the carburetors and clean it. I cleaned the carburetor. A guy, I think Jake was watching me. I cleaned the car. No, Bubba was. Bubba works for me. I cleaned the carburetor. He couldn't believe how much better it looked and how much better it ran with Behrman's B12 spray. It cleans and it cleans well. But get your car... Get that, he, I told him, get that Tacoma and clean the injectors, clean everything out. And there's another little secret. If you give me a call, I'll tell you about it. 830-708-4789. It's 830-708. Hello, Leon. I hope you, your back's doing better, uh, Leon. And so uh, 830-708-4789. I'll tell you another little secret. Those two things will most of the time get you four miles to a gallon better. I did this to a Porsche. I had a Porsche Boxer, and a guy called me. He said, Randy, I want to buy that Boxer from you, but I want you to drive it for a day and make sure it's okay. And, you know, I want to, I want you to drive it. And at that time, I was living at Canyon Lake. I live in New Bronzeville now. And I was going to put about 100 miles on the car. So I looked at I checked the gas, checked the oil, checked everything. And it was getting 14 miles a gallon. So I did my little medicine trick that you can buy at any parts store. Or I buy at Walmart, but I buy it five cases at a time. And I put both these items, there's two items, you put in the gas tank. And it at the end of the day, really about 30 miles into my trip, I was up to 24 miles to the gallon. I told him what he did. He's bought the car. He's driving it. He loves it. And he's getting 24 miles a gallon, but it was running a little rough. Wasn't running exactly right, getting 14 miles a gallon. If their injectors are dirty, new car dealers make a lot of money exchanging injectors when they're just dirty. So keep that in mind. I want to help you there. You know, that's that's the savings of money. A quick story about a sister-in-law of mine in Columbus, Ohio. We went to dinner with my, my wife, my uh, mother-in-law, and my sister-in-law. And we went to dinner, and her car was running bad, and the check engine light was on, and it it was running terrible. So uh, we got to my mother-in-law's house, and I said, hey, Kelly, let me have your keys. I need your car just to run down the street and back. She gave me the keys. Went down to uh, Walmart, got a can of Behrman's B12 and my secret additive, and put it in there and brought it back. Handed her the keys back, said thank you. Well, she lives about 15 miles away from her mother, so she drove it over there and back. And she walked in and she looked dread in my eyes. She said, what in the world did you do to my car? I said, I didn't wreck it. I didn't, I, you know, and I parked it out of the way. I don't think anybody hit it at Walmart. She said, no, it's running like new. I said, well, I put some stuff in it to clean your injectors. I thought maybe you had a dirty injector. She said, well, Dave works for that, that dealership. 
and I've spent 1200 replacing it, three injectors, and I was about to spend 400 more on it. And you fixed it? I said, yeah. I said, what do I owe you? I said, a hug for once. I said, that's all I want. And so she was thrilled that I saved her $400. That's the key. Do you want to save money? Do you want to blow money? Do you want to do things the right way or the wrong way? Do you want the best for you, your family, your budget, your future? Hey, go to... Hey, go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc., subscribe, watch the videos. I'm going to stack it. I'm going to try to get to it this week. I've been super busy. Uh, I wasn't live last week because uh, Monday evening, a little over a week ago, uh, my toilet got stopped up, so I got the plunger out. Yeah, I'm going to fix this this stoppage. Well, I got news for you. I just... It, it didn't come, I didn't stop it, and it went out the other bathroom, filled up the bathroom, started in my living room. After two and a half hours, about midnight, I finally got it cleaned up. Wow, I'm going to tell you something. So then I, I had to, I, my buddy Marco, he's a great guy, I love him, and I called him up and I said, I got a serious problem with this plumbing. So we dug it up and put a new sewer line and water line in last week, and we we worked all day Saturday on it. I'm telling you, it was a job. And it wasn't no fun. I'd rather be, hello, Larry Lewis and Chris and uh, Margie. Uh, it, Heather, I, it wasn't any fun, I guarantee you. But it was a good experience. And we laughed and we cut up while we dug it out. And him and the plumber and another helper. and uh, We had a good time. It you know, cost me money. But I, at least it's fixed and it's fixed right, you know. But, I mean, are we doing things right? Are we treating people right? Are we making the right decisions? I want those decisions for each and every morning. Hello, Heather. And so I want you to be the best you can be. Hey, number one, forgive everybody. Don't carry that baggage around. It's just like a guy I helped off of alcohol one time. I said, you hate your son-in-law and you hate your dad? I said, let's go ask them if, they, you know, if they're miserable like, as you are. He figured out it. He was the one miserable, not them. So he forgave them, and he quit drinking a quart of whiskey a day. Amazing. You know, forgiveness is the greatest gift, in my opinion, that God can give us besides grace. He gives us grace. And do we give people grace? Do we want grace? Do we give grace? It's amazing we want it, but we won't give it. You know, do we forgive others? We want to be forgiven. Do we, we forgive others? Do you make your life better or worse? What do you want to do in your life? How do you want to feel? Do you want the joy of the Lord? I tell people walking in Cornerstone Church, I'm on the north side, hey, you got to smile to get in church. Jesus loves you. He's smiling at you. I love you. Hey, where's the joy of the Lord? Hey, we're only on here for a short time. Hey, I, I just turned 72. I'm out on my own. I, you know. I got to make it the best way I can. I want to live the best I can. I want joy, peace. I want to be your mentor. I want to love you. I want to help you. And guess what? It don't cost you nothing. God bless you, listeners. I hope that I teach you so well you can teach others. Be a blessing in somebody's life. Forgive them. Give them grace. Give them love. Give them joy and the peace and the happiness that comes from you more and more every day. Hello, Eddie. Hello, listeners. Hello, Facebook Live. Remember, hey, please go to Randy Adams, Inc., and uh, on YouTube and subscribe. Hey, give me a call anytime, 830-708-4789. That's 830-708-4789. God bless you. I love you. 
love somebody else. 